time for another edition of Riders Up here, presented by Fantac, and we are really excited for the conversation we're about to have today with Rafael Bejarano. As Brian and I were uh, were talking before uh, we started this interview, I think most people out there, Rafael, would probably not remember even how many incredible horses you've been on through the years, over 4,200 wins right now a five-time Breeders' Cup winner, a four-time leading rider at the Keeneland meet. You have been leading rider all over the place, Southern California, Kentucky, different places here and there. And the names of the horses that you've been on through the years, I mean, Golden Sense is, I'm sure, the one that people remember. Secret Circle, Ginger Punch, Cupid, Blind Luck, Sun King, Midnight Storm, Executive Privilege. Thank you so much for joining us today. How you doing, Rafael? I'm very good. Thank you so much for inviting me. And, you know, I'm very excited to answer all your questions. <laughs> well, I, I'm just glad, first off, Ravi, that you're not actually on fire. Because anybody that's following Keeneland right now, you are on fire on the track out there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Seeing the ball very, very well. And we always like to ask people at the beginning, because uh, horse racing is a little unique. You know, it's some. it, it takes usually a cool story how people get into it. What led you to the racetrack? What made you want to become a jockey? Well, uh, my life started like, I would say maybe 20 years ago. In 2000, 2000 uh, let me see. Uh, was it 2000? Yeah, yeah. 1999, 2000, because I came here to United States on 2002. So I started in 2000 in the jockey school in Peru, uh, and I was uh, I was being uh, uh, um, in the jockey school for almost two years. And I started my career over there as apprentice. Uh, I running like uh, months and a half in Peru. I win 49 races, and then I have the opportunity to come here to United States uh, for uh, one of the trainers from Peru. They brought me here and they helped me out. So um, I started my career here in Kentucky. That's the first play I start. I started in, you know, um, since I started, everybody started to like me, you know. I always having problem with my English, but, you know. Uh, never with the writing. Never <laughs> with the writing, yeah. No, no. I, I, I guess, you know, I was being blessing. I was being small and, you know, um, I'm, I'm very light. I never have to, to fight him with my weight. I mean, blessing for that too. And also, you know, all the peoples, you know, here in Kentucky, they are very affected, you know, they're very humble peoples and they always give you an opportunity to a new peoples, you know, new writers. So, you know, um, I have the opportunity, uh, you know, uh, I, I try to uh, uh, take advantage as much as I can, you know. I have a good career so far. I was been writing here in Kentucky for since 2002. So it was at Riverdowns, right, at the very beginning for you? Yeah, my first career, my first race, I remember it was in Riverdown with a horse. It came from Peru, but the trainer was from Peru too, but he was training horse, horses also here in United States, in Kentucky. So that horse, uh, his name was a Bon Jovi. No, oh, that's yeah, great. Uh, yeah, Bon Jovi. It was the, the horse name, and uh, it was my first race in Riverdown. And then I jump out to um, to Indiana, to Hoosier Park. And then I'm coming back to Torfway, Kindle and Churchill, Kentucky Downs, Ellis Park. 
So, you know, all their circles and uh, I have a really good career, thanks God, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> then, was, uh, yeah. Go ahead. When, when you came, because I was someone who I had many conversations with you through the years, uh, TVG and stuff. You came out and you were doing a lot of work. Was it for Bobby Frankel, right, initially? Yeah, yeah. Well, that trainer, he was the, one of the first trainers that opened the doors for me in California. Yeah. Also, he was helping me a lot. Um, uh, start to ride a lot of horses for him. Uh, he was really good friend with my one of my ex agents. He already retired. His name was uh, Joe Ferrer. He was um, he was a good agent. <clears throat> he doing a very good job through my through my career. And uh, he also he was one of his best friends with uh, Bobby Franco. So Bobby Franco. Connection. He offered me to move to California with him to write first call for him, so that was a good opportunity, you know. And I said, "Why not?" So, I I take the opportunity. I go with them, and we decide me and my just to maybe try it on for a couple of years, and we end into write racing over there for the last 13 years. Yeah. So that was a good career. I yeah. won over 2,000. 2,000 winners over there in California. Not, not bad, right? Not a bad decision that you had to make. Not bad decision, yeah. No, yeah. Rafi, I got I to gotta go back a little bit to when you first came over here. Gino and I were talking before the show, and I know you will not remember this at all, but I legged you up on a horse before. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's great. So, so um, it was probably around 2002, 2003, you were riding a horse at Churchill, Um for a guy my grandfather knew, and he he was out in California. Uh, the guy's name was John Glenny. He rode a horse named Kim Loves Bucky at Churchill. Oh wow! And wow. Uh, and and you talked about your English and and how it was tough for you at first. So I, I'll never forget this as long as I live, Rafi. So you come you come out, and my grandfather's trying to give you instructions. He's an old Cajun, and he barely speaks English. And so he, he's trying to give you instructions on this horse, and I can see your eyes are wide. Like, you have no idea what he's saying. And I knew just a hair of Spanish, so I'm giving you, like, some broken Spanish trying to, like – you know, translate between the two of you, and you just nodded. You went out there and rode your your tail off for us that day. But yeah, I legged you up on the horse that day, and uh, you know, it's one of those weird things that, like, I, I know it, it was a small part of your career, but it, it was awesome, man. Right, right, right. That, I'm I'm pretty sure that was a really good experience. You know, um, uh, I'm wondering what what kind of broken Spanish you said to me. I just <laughs> Well, he he was trying to tell you to not be on the lead, but but lay second or third, and 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 that, and it was just like, you know, I could tell I could tell it wasn't clicking. So I was using numbers like lay dos trace, right? And, and you're like, oh, okay, I got it, and you did exactly that. It was great. So I, I got to imagine, you know, we've mentioned it a couple times um, already, and you said, you know, when you came over and you come to a different place and the language, it's sometimes not easy for you to communicate. For you, the one thing that I've always heard about you and I've always seen with you is it seems like you always wanted your work to speak for you. You you never, like, got yourself into trouble. You were always there early. You were always showing up very respectful. And I think t- is that one of the things that you wanted to make sure, hey, look, I want to make sure that even if I can't necessarily communicate right off the bat with everyone, 
I'm going to do everything that's asked of me. I'm going to be very respectful. I'm going to do my work because you have had a reputation that has been incredible through the years. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, they, you know, I, I come from, I come from, from a really humble family and always my family teach me how to respect uh, the peoples yeah. and also, you know, how to listen, you know? So even when, with my little broken English, you know, I always <laughs> want to try to communicate and make those people exciting, you know, to hear me and to hear from them, you know, and what is the, oh, but I always, you know, coming out with a, with a strategy, you know, for my racing, what I should I do? Because I like to always read my program and, and have a plan, you know, before the race, have a plan and then hear what the trainer, what the owners want to say, you know, so that we can find, uh, yeah, uh, we can find, you know, a, uh, uh, a good thing, a good thing, you know, to to see, to do what we can do, you know, in the race. So, you know, always I like to come to prepare in my in, in every race, and I like to, uh, you know, hear and, and have a, you know, all, always, you know, having a plan for the race, you know. And then, you know, it makes it exciting, you know, because I know trainers, owners, how workers, exercise riders, everyone, you know, put something in the horse to make the horse going to the race and having, you know, a perfect race for him, you know? So yeah. that's why, you know, I had to give a credit to everyone, you know, especially to the horse, you know, the horse is the, the, the one who gives us. Who brings us all, all together. Moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I, I love my career. I love my, my job, you know, and, and, you know, uh, passed through the years, you know, I'm being, uh, going when I was moving to California, <clears throat> I start to going to the to the school, you know, to try to learn a little more English, and that's why how you know I can, yeah, at least, you know I can feel much better, you know, comfortable to talk with people, you know. Absolutely. Now, as you've gotten a little bit older, which is amazing, it feels like you've been riding for a while, and you're still not even old. You're still super young. Yeah. What is your your schedule as far as working out? I'm always. Uh, fascinated talking to people because everyone's body's a little different. This is not easy, right? Some people have to cut weight a little, a lot more than others. Some people go to the gym and work out. They want to build muscle. Others yeah. don't want to really do that at all. They just run a little bit. Tell us if there's a day where you've got three or four mounts at Keeneland and what's that day like for you? Do you go out in the track in the morning, work a couple horses out? And then what do you do in between? Take us through like an average day for you. Well, you know, uh, usually when I when I run, uh, not too many horses, but when I started early, um, I, I come to the to the racetrack, work horses in the morning, and then after that, you know, uh, try to get um, uh, as soon when I finish workout in the morning, uh, going and go uh, go back home, getting ready, go back to the jack room early, study my program, you know, and have a um, uh, prepare my races before the races, watch the replays. And then after that, you know, uh, doing some exercise, you know, in the jack room, you know, we, we have the racetrack, uh, we have an exercise to in Churchill down, you know, equisizer. And uh, we have also, we have a gym, you know, almost in almost all the racetracks. Nice. But uh, in my day off, as that's what I do a lot of things, you know. For example, uh, yesterday, you know, uh, I wake up, went to work horses, then coming back home early and then um you know clean my house try to do things that i need to do in the house and then after that you know uh have a um a beautiful you know um 
like a, a running place. We can run, we can go to jog or whatever. Yep. And then also in the place that I live, they have a, um, a tennis tennis course. Nice. So I have a friend that he was, he liked to play tennis. So I'm, you know, I'm learning to play tennis. Cool. So it's a good exercise. We play yeah. for three hours sometimes. Awesome. And then if I have more time, you know, I have also, I have my equalizer here in my house. I have an, uh, uh, a little gym. I have a, a running machine. I have my weights. I have um, doing to do setups. You know, a lot of you know, lot of um, machines to do a exercise, and um, and that's it. You know, that's uh, that's how I keep my my body, you know, uh, healthy and in good shape. You know. Yeah. 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 Now, are are you in Louisville? Or yes, I yeah. Okay. I I always like to live in Louisville because it's so close to. I live 20 minutes from Churchill Down, 45 minutes from Greenland, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost not uh, in 45 minutes from Torfway Park, and then two hours from Ellis Park and Kentucky Downs, you know. So, yeah. it's, you know, I'm, but I'm kind of almost between Churchill Down and Greenland, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the only reason I ask, I live in Lexington, so I, I figured a lot of the jockeys do live in Louisville just because it's yeah. easier. Keeneland's only open two months. I, I totally right. get it. Um, but so don't get me wrong. Now, like, Lexington, Lexington is a beautiful place. I love. It. <laughs> I, started, I started in the trainer center, and you know it's a very nice city. I love, I love the city. I just you know, for my job, I got yeah. It, it, you know, it it makes sense. A lot of the guys. They, do that and that's what that's why I asked because I was gonna ask like so do you go to you go to Churchill in the morning and work most of the time when you're working yeah. horses in the morning yeah. and then you go to Keeneland later in the day right. it's a little right. different than when you're on Churchill's in me and you do right. back and forth from there. Yeah but most of the times because now is Keeneland is open and racing days I work in the morning in Keeneland. Okay yeah okay and then I stay in Keeneland after after workouts I stay in Kineland and then I do my thing and then be back every day after races. Okay. But I got in, my days off, <laughs> in my days off, I work horses in Churchill Down. So yeah. me and my agent, we work together. We, we have a really good team. Um, my agent, he's a really nice guy. He's from Panama. Uh, his name is Julio Espinosa. He used to be an agent before, I mean, a jockey before. Uh, he won kind of like 3,000 winners yeah. too. Yep. And he had a good career, so he teach me a lot. You know, a lot of things that I know, I learning from him too. You know, yeah. well, that's so, great. It's uh, almost like you're looking at our paper because that was going to be another one of the questions that we were going to ask some of the people that are that are helpful to you and that are in and and that's key, right? With the agent, like that relationship is really important because that's someone who you want to share a lot with. They're going to talk with you about your rides, positives, negatives. They're going to be. A, like a bridge between you and the trainers and the owners, and some of the connections. So that's a really important relationship. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, All right, so let, let's shift away from the track. We like to talk. Have food a little here, fun. Obviously, obviously I, I love eating. Um, first and <laughs> foremost, what, I, do you ever go to Wagner's pharmacy right there across the street from Churchill and get a little breakfast over at the diner? Uh, I went a couple of times. I went, it's a very nice place, you know, uh, but well, that's one way to put it, but the food's good. Yeah, yeah. the food's really good. It's really good. Yeah. All right. So, what's so if you're not what's worried your about your weight, go what, what is my favorite food? What's your go-to? Uh, in the morning, I mean, usually when I go to have a breakfast, I like to 
uh, eat pancakes, I like uh, uh, um, uh, eggs, like, uh, you know, over easy. Uh, I like toast and I like coffee with cream, sugar, and, you know, kind of like that. You know, it's, it's kind of, some eggs, you know. <laughs> so then after you won uh, the Breeders' Cup on Golden Sense, what was for dinner that night? Well, uh, actually, it was in California, so that day... Probably the Derby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we went to have a dinner in um, it's called in the restaurant uh, Houston. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's a really good uh, rest. One of my favorite restaurants, and we ate um um uh, like a piece of. It wasn't filet mignon. It was another piece of uh, really piece nice steak. Of, yeah, really. It's probably even better than filet. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so much good. I recommend you guys if you you guys Sunday going to California. Houston, the restaurant is one of the, be the best. I live about ten minutes away from that same one in Pasadena that you're talking about. So yeah, I know, Houston. I know, I know exactly oh the place. I went to a lot of different restaurants to eat that kind of steak, and they don't have it. That steak is the best. And I don't know, know what, what? that is. Really nice steak. Your buddy Jeff Ruby's not going to like to hear that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, you know what? I never went to the restaurant Jeff Ruby, so I'm wondering how it's going to be. You the you got to test that one out. All yeah. the jockeys that go there all the time and you've never been? No, because a <clears throat> couple of times I tried to make a reservation and I couldn't get a reservation. Look, they're so big. I'm sure you got to make a call right. to him. He'll put you yeah, in. Yeah, we got to figure it But I never say, you know, hey, you know, I'm a Rafael. Oh, no, we I got to We got a humble guy. And we got to figure this out, Rafael. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. This, this will not stand. Maybe the owner, he will buy me someday, you know, and I'll be more than happy to pay well, for yeah, my he, I mean, when he has I, jockeys out all the time and takes pictures. He loves horse racing, so we'll, we'll work yeah. on that. We'll get you. We'll get you in over there. So you were talking about Houston's, and I, I bet you the people that you were over there with, you were having a great time. The O'Neills, and you're actually going to be riding the horse for them uh, in the Kentucky Derby. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be jumping aboard Happy Jack. So just tell us a little bit about how this <laughs> went down, and uh, and and you'll be riding Happy Jack uh, ne uh, next weekend. Well, you know, um, how I get in the horse is because, you know, um, Doug O'Neill is one of my favorite trainers always, all the time. I mean, I always, it's the, it's the guy that you, it's very easy to talk to him. He's a so humble guy, great trainer. I win so many races for him. Yep. He never gets mad. He never, believe me, no. it's one of the trainers that you can screw it up one race and you can't. Even when you face down, you come and you know that you you screw it out. But they try and say, "Don't worry, Rafael. Yeah. You know, race we we make the difference in the race. Don't worry. You know, so so he know it's a very easy to talk to him. He's yeah. a very humble guy. He, he had a lot of class. So you know, I love Dogonio. Dogonio and, and the whole his thing, a whole his group, they're they're the best. Yeah. Everybody they love to ride me. I love to ride them. I used to ride a lot of horses for him. I won two breast cups for him. I won a lot of races, big races too. But, you know, um, uh, the owner, you know, uh, the, the, um, I don't know how, but the, I, I guess the trainer, he wants me to give me the opportunity to ride in the Kentucky Derby with him. And this is the first time. So I'm really happy, you know. And uh, and I, um, I think this Saturday we're going to be able, for the first time, to wear the horse. Great. I don't know if he's gonna be in Kinnelan or in Churchill, but um, 
according to my agent, uh, we we have a plans to work the horse this That's other great. day. That is yeah. great. And I got to tell you, I know for a fact that Doug loves you because I actually know Doug pretty well. And he has never had anything negative to say. I mean, he loved you all the time. He, you were one of his favorites to get on horses. And Doug was actually very nice. I got sick. And when I got sick, um, I had cancer. They named a horse after me, fight on Gino. So I have a great relationship with them. Yeah. I'm so happy like, to see uh, you like anybody, Like I said, anybody knows Doug O'Neill. Yep. They will never going to take talk something bad about him. No. Never. Nobody. It's very, it's very hard to find somebody doesn't yeah. like the, the one you're right. you're right and so, uh, so i gotta ask one more thing about the derby rafi because again you know not everybody gets to do this in the sport um mm -hmm. whether it be own train or ride um do you still get butterflies in the post parade yeah yeah i mean oh, yeah. to be honest last year i had the opportunity to ride for the first time too for the trainer vicky oliver yep. and she is one of my favorite trainers too here in Kentucky. Uh, I love her. She got a good team. Um, she, we have a really good relationship with her, and we've been running for the last two two years, almost three years with her. You know, always riding when I was here before, but now I write everything for her, and um, I had the opportunity to ride the Kentucky Derby for her uh, here in Stage last year, and. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I still feel, I still have butterflies, you know, butterflies. When, you know where the moment when I feel that is when you start to sing the song and, wow, and the, like, no. you know, yeah. yeah. And you're walking and everybody's screaming, everybody gets excited. It's something that you can explain sometimes, you know, you have to be there to, to feel that, you know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. all the people's in that moment where they're screaming, when the, the horses, you know, walking through the parrot, and the screaming after the, you know, the the song. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, it's if a you don't feel that there's a problem, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, that's what we're doing this for to get that excitement yeah. in those butterflies at that yeah, moment, yeah. at the biggest time. You know, that's well, and it's awesome to hear that. And thank you for being honest, because you know, a lot of guys would just answer, "No, it's another race for me." But I, I mean, there has to be special things. I mean, like. Right. Look, I was born and raised here in this business. I love it more than anything. And every year when they play my old Kentucky home, I get goosebumps. And yeah. I'm not involved in it, you know? So I can't imagine what it would be like to be on top of one of the athletes competing in the Derby. That's so awesome. That's, and yeah. uh, definitely good luck to you next week on that. We'll be, Thank we'll you, be pulling much. for you for sure. Also, um, I'm going to be in the Kentucky Obstacle. Oh yeah, yeah, big, and I'm sure a few more on the undercard, right? There's that's a big weekend coming yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, before we shift off of horse racing again, there was a horse that you're on tomorrow that I wanted to ask you about. Have you looked at tomorrow's mounts at all? Uh, no, not yet. But I know I run four horses, but I don't know. I don't know yet because I don't have the program. I usually uh, uh, tomorrow we can have the program for day after tomorrow, but to, tomorrow. Because we have a two days off, so I, we don't know how we can get the programs. Uh, you don't want to get gotcha. too far ahead sometimes with you. No, right? I get you. You got three or four each day. You want to make sure that you know which ones that those are, and then it's sort of yes. nice. It's sort of nice to, to, to treat it that way. Um, yeah. but I'll, you I'll, tell, I'll tell you. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, baby. Help. Uh, well, I was going to say, I'll tell you one you're on. Uh, in the fifth race, there's a horse named Jamaican Bourbon. Uh, 
in a, in a in a maiden special race, uh, or ma maybe a maiden claimer, hundred thousand. Who is it? Uh, uh, I, hang on, I'll tell you. Uh, I didn't have that in my notes. Wayne Minnick. Wayne okay. Minnick. Wayne Minnick. Yeah. So okay. in, anyway, sources coming back. I actually really like this horse ball. It's ten to one in the morning line. So good luck to you on that one too, because I'll be giving All it right. out on the radio. Well, <laughs> if you like it, I'm pretty sure it's because he got a really good chance. So yeah, it's, 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 it's probably well, I, mean, I mean, Rafi, you know Keeneland as well as anybody. I mean, a lot of times in these maiden races, connections are going to get the lower morning line odds, regardless right. of how the horse uh you know has competed i think this horse is coming from turfway a lot of these horses from turfway have come down and done well this horse has put in two really game efforts back to back and it looks like you may be the speed to speed going seven and i i know you gotta love that at keeneland right. <laughs> it's just one of those i know your horse is gonna be up there near the lead and right, it's proven right. more than a lot of these other ones i don't know why it's 10 to one but That's i'll nice. take it yeah, yeah so um Let's talk about other sports. Uh, what do you, what else do you follow? You, you follow <clears throat> soccer? Well, what, what, what's uh, your go? -to? Well, before I'm being a jockey, I used to love soccer, but now I can't play soccer because, you know, <laughs> yeah. So you gotta be a little smart with that. But I love to play golf. My agent loves to play golf. He's a really good golfer. So most of the time in our in our days off, and we you said go tennis a little too earlier too, right? What's that? You said tennis a little earlier too. You've been yeah, playing yeah, I, I, yeah. I play golf. I play tennis. Um, I like to uh, running on the bicycle. I have a bicycle too. And then uh, I like to fishing. I love to fishing. I actually I have a right in front of my house. I have a beautiful lake because I live in Lake Forest, so uh, I can fish. I love to fish. Sometimes I I just put in my seat uh, right next to my house and you know throw the 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 thing and. Try to fish, you know, try to catch some fish. So it's pretty well, that's good. It's got to be a relaxing way to get, a, yeah, get away yeah. from the track, too. Because again, yeah. we talk about with all these riders, like you're so, when you're riding, you, you're so focused. It's got to be mentally taxing. And we all have to get away from that at some point. Fishing is great. And the fact it's right outside your front door is even better for you. Right. So yeah. when you look around and you see so many great riders, who are some that, that right now you look around and you go, wow, they are one of the best? Or maybe turning for home, if someone's up next to you, you go, uh-oh, I know that they're going to give me a, a battle all the way down. Who are some of those other, uh, your peers that you admire? Well, in Kineland, it's hard to tell, you know. It's hard to say because, you know, it's so many good riders, you know. Joe Rosario, John Velasquez, the Iraq brothers, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Tyler Gafalion, you know, a lot of good riders, you know, I mean, yeah, I always say, I always say when you have the best horse in the race, you always going to look good. And plus, if you're a good rider, you know, the horse almost do everything, you know, yeah. Yeah. the horse going to make you make you look better. Yeah. So, you know, you can be the best rider in the world, but if you don't have the quality horse, the, you can beat the race and you can compete with other horses. You know, the horse, the, the horse can put you right here, or one horse can put you right here. Look at California Chrome. We well, are California. all good and the top of the jockeys, right? And so the difference is the horse, like the difference for a lot of you is the horse, right? If it's right. race where they're all yeah. the same caliber, then sure, maybe someone who makes the smart move wins the race. Right. But right. most times when you've got all the best out there, it's really uh 
you know, who's who's got the right horses, who's got the live horses. You mentioned mm -hmm. one in Joel. You guys were out here for a long time as big time rivals, and now it's really fun. Yeah. To how yeah, you've gone yeah. elsewhere and still really doing very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, let me tell you, Rosario Aguirre, a great, great agent. One of the best agents in the United States. Plus, you know, he's a great writer too, you know. A very strong writer and, you know, he's one he's one of my best friends too, you know, for, for a long time. So, you know, I'm really happy, you know, he's doing so good, you know. He's winning so many races and he's moving to the next level, you know. So... Yep. You know, uh, it's, 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 it is, you know, that's a level that we've yeah. seen you at as uh, you have been number one in wins in North America uh, previously. You've been number two in earnings. If you look at the list of achievements from Rafael Bejarano, you have to just keep scrolling down the yep. page because it just it doesn't stop. You just keep going and you just keep going. So impressive. Yeah. And well, and, and one thing, Gino, too, that really impressed me that I think gets overlooked a lot, too, is, is Rafael's never tried to get away from the competition and just be the best rider at one of these off circuits, if you will. He goes where the best are and competes against the best no matter where. He started here in Kentucky. He said, no, I'm going to go tackle Southern California. He went out there and dominated there. And now he's come back and he's dominating again. I mean, the, the guy doesn't chase or run away from competition. And I love that. And speaking of that, you've ridden all over the place. What are some of your favorite racetracks that you've ridden at? And and maybe one or two you haven't ridden at that you'd love to. Uh, well, my favorite always going to be Del Mar. Is yeah. you know it's one of my favorite Delmar, uh, Santa Anita because it was all you know nice beautiful it was so close to my house, but uh, you know always have a fun to run in Kineland, Churchill, Saratoga was one of my favorite racetrack too, um, and then you know the rest of the racetrack you know a lot of competition you know, but uh, you know my favorite my favorite my favorite tracks Saratoga, Delmar, and Kineland. I, and I got to say, I'm in Southern California here. I live, like I said, I live about 10. I grew up my whole life five minutes away from Santa Anita. That Del Mar, right? The the vibe, the feel. It's a yeah. little later in the day. You don't have to get up. The, the racing starts a little later, and then you hang yeah. out at night. And so it's just, cool, huh? Right? It's so cool. It is. Yeah. It just oh, feels and different. And especially the weather is the, the best, you know? The weather yeah. is the right next to the ocean. It, you know, you feel the breeze, you know? It's so cool. Go run on the beach. It, it just, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's so crazy, too. And and like, you know, again, my grandfather got me into this game and he used to exercise ride out there and rode some races out of Del Mar. And, you know, he's been all over the place looking at tracks and he loves Del Mar. Like, that's the yeah. one he always says. It's the most beautiful track in the world, son. Go go visit yeah. sometime. So I got to get out there at some point. Um, we'll get you out. For yeah, sure. that's that's why. Hey, well, hey, real quick too. Uh, I don't know if you've ever ridden at Penn National, but uh, I've got a horse running Friday that I can get you on if you want to drive. There we go. Yeah, we're working. Oh, agent, call me on. Let's call the agent. We'll get working right now. I'd hate for you to go up for one mount on a uh, fifteen thousand claimer. Uh, but people uh, are like, "Hey, Toronto's up here. This horse must be live today, right?" So right. Right. we go up one to nine just on his name. No doubt about it. So, uh, Rafi, as we uh, we we're pulling up right now, uh, Fantac, and that's uh, that's one of the reasons why we're talking with you today because of this incredible 
promotion that Fantac has going on where they're teaming up with all these different jockeys and they're giving you opportunities to uh, have logos and memorabilia. And so now all of the, the fans of, ba- of Rafael Bejarano, people who have watched you through the years, they get an opportunity to wear a T-shirt with your logo or a hat or a shirt. I think this is a great idea because um, we, we haven't, had many opportunities through the years to get to talk with you like this, right? The jockeys don't get the opportunity to talk or to show their personality. And now we'll just get to hear a little bit more. We'll get to see people wearing the Bejarano shirt, showing support. I think this was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a really great opportunity for a lot of jockeys. You know, we need to like, you know, like I'm talking about all sports, you know, like for example, racing cars, you know, NASCAR, uh, all the soccer players, you know, basketball players, you know, they can use his name to put in, in the shorts and the hats, you know. So uh, that's a really good opportunity for the jockeys. Um, I know Cameron, he was been talking to me for the last couple months and he wanted me to get in and join to his company. And, you know, I'm really happy to join and, and have this promotion, you know, have this opportunity to share with everyone, you know, all these people, you know, they can have us. Uh, the logos where we used to use, you know, in the races, you know, maybe somebody is, oh, you know, I, I'm very fan of Rafael Bejarano and I would like to have something for him, you know. And maybe sometimes they can come to the racetrack because always when they come to the racetrack, uh, they're asking for a picture. So something, you know, we also give you a gago, yeah. sign gago, so whatever, you know, we have. But uh, now they have the opportunity, they can go to the website and, you know, uh, buy, you know, uh, shorts, hats or whatever you know and maybe next time when they come to the racetrack they we can sign it you know so we can yeah. you know, it's really good you know good good idea you know it, it is it's just like other sports and it gives us the opportunity like for you I, you've been on thousands and thousands of horses that everybody who plays racing they've seen you they've bet on you one time or the other but i i imagine so many of them have probably never even heard you talk or if they have, they probably never heard you speak for more than a few minutes or they don't know your story or they, right. they don't know how you came into riding. And that's why we love doing this because we were able to hang out with you for a half an hour and uh, get to know you a little bit better. And Rafael, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and taking some time out. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, everyone. And, you know, I hope, uh, thank you for all the fans, you know, hopefully everyone, you know, can see us or of interview and, you know, have a good time, you know. Yep, we love we loved uh, getting to talk with Rafael Bejarano, and wow, again, go go out there and just take a look through Rafael Bejarano's Equibase when you get a chance, and see what this guy has accomplished, and he's still got so much more left to accomplish right now. He's riding so well right now again at Elin. Good luck to Rafael with a, a big uh, weekend coming up with the Oaks and the Derby. He'll have mounts in both of those. And we're going to head on over to Fantac and make sure to support Rafael Bejarano. I'm going to get me one of those hats. I like that hat. I, I, I was going to say, I've, yep. I apologize. I kind of zoned out for the last couple of minutes because I was actually ordering one right now. I like that hat. That's the one I'm going to go get right now. Yes. Rafael, you have a great rest of your day, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much again for everything. Make sure, yep, thank you. Be safe, buddy. And thank make you. sure to hang out with us right here each and every week and flip those notifications on at bets head on over to fantac and take a look at all the different jockey memorabilia there they're moving on into uh media personalities i know i saw the matt dinnerman track announcer uh collection we'll have to get matt coming up soon every week riders up 
right here on BTV Bets.